enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Tip Tuesday, and today I want to talk about some simple ways to handle difficult people, including your own teenagers if you happen to have any. I'm not sure why, but I personally have never had too much angst because of difficult people. Yeah, I know they're difficult and they put obstacles in my way or they try to make my happy life less happy, but somehow it has never bothered me as much as it seems to bother other people. I think the reason is that I don't take it personally. And if you don't think the bad person is deliberately doing something to you, it hurts a lot less and it doesn't seem nearly as awful. I wrote about this in my Simply Happy book because I think it's one of the keys to being happy. We all have to deal with difficult people from time to time, or maybe even every single day. So we need some good strategies. And I personally have three strategies that I use to handle difficult people. First strategy, remember that it's not about you. When I encounter someone rude or someone who seems truly angry, maybe a stranger such as someone working at a store, I remind myself that he or she is not being rude to me specifically. Maybe it's just that she hates her job, or maybe he is worried about something in his family, or maybe the customer right before me was difficult. But I'm not important to that person. That person certainly doesn't care enough about me to manufacture that rudeness for me. It's not about me. And this applies to people you do know as well. Sometimes you're just a convenient victim for them, a way for them to express their misery. There's something called an anger triangle, and that's when someone lashes out at you because you're an easier, safer target than the person that he or she is truly mad at. Last year, I had an example of this. I was having trouble with a business associate who was going through a divorce. He started lashing out at me, even though we had been friends and we had had a wonderful business relationship for six years. One Sunday, he called me at home and he just started screaming. My husband couldn't believe that I was calmly listening to this guy screaming. I just let him scream for 20 minutes. I was holding the phone away from my ear. But I figured I should listen because I might learn something. It just didn't bother me. I knew that this poor guy was in distress, and I knew that I was somebody who was very important to him in a world that was falling apart. I don't understand why anyone would take it personally when someone is obviously reacting to his or her own issues. So when someone yells at me, I just look at him and I analyze the situation. So that's the first strategy. Remember that it's not about you. Second strategy, don't take it personally. If you don't take it personally, everything becomes so much easier to handle. And this happens to be the single best piece of advice I give other mothers as they navigate their children's teen years. I've shared this advice with friends and with strangers. I remember explaining it one time to a mother on the chairlift. We were soaring over the ski slopes for 10 minutes, and I told her about this, and she was so grateful. She said that not taking it personally was going to change everything for her with her teens. It definitely worked for me. My kids' teen years were fairly easy, but it wasn't because they were so much better behaved than other kids. Yes, they got good grades and they did sports, but they also engaged in some of the normal, undesirable high school behavior, usually involving beer. I just never took it as a personal affront. 
the kid's behavior wasn't directed at me. It was just stuff that teens do. They can be really dumb. As I affectionately told my teenage son, throughout his high school years, you lack wisdom, judgment, and common sense. Now, my third strategy when somebody is being a jerk is to be thankful that I am not that person. One time, I remember I was in a conference room. I was standing there in front of dozens of traders at a brokerage firm, and the head trader was yelling at me about a stock that had gone down. I didn't make that stock go down. He was just being a jerk and venting his frustration on me. And there I was, a five foot three inch female in my early 30s, surrounded by dozens of big guys, mostly older than me. It was really pathetic. The whole time he was screaming at me, I was thinking, I am so glad that I am not you. You are really a sad creature, and I get to be me, not you. You are stuck with being you. I was so thankful that I wasn't him. Now, that might seem, I don't know, a little bitchy, but it worked for me. That guy was a total coward, screaming at me instead of at his own bosses. They were the ones who had asked him to do work on this particular stock, and he was stuck with being himself forever. The fact is that getting angry is a waste of time, especially because, as you already know, it's not about you. I don't know its origin, but there is a great quote that goes something like this. For every minute you are angry, you lose 60 seconds of happiness. So those are my three strategies for how to handle difficult people. They've worked great for me for decades, and I hope you'll find them useful too. Thanks for listening today. Please come back tomorrow for Wow Wednesday when we'll talk about a big brother whose wise words protected his little sister, even from the grave. And if you want more of my simple tips for happiness, please pick up a copy of Simply Happy at your local bookstore, at Rite Aid, or on Amazon, among other places. You can also use hashtag Simply Happy Project on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to get a new Simply Happy tip every day this month.